another The Yard City of Buck perspective, and happy Thanksgiving. I'm going to give thanks on this beautiful day. Guys, I'm going to be honest. Oh, my God. So much has happened throughout the year. And today I'm going to talk about the most purposeful relationship and give all the credit in the world because it has ended. Did I see that it was going to end? Yeah, it should have ended a number of times before. But I'm truly grateful for it all because I believe that I needed that specifically and I was clinging on to something. And then all of a sudden, I realized when it ended, it just ended. It just fell flat. And before I get into that, before I get into that, I want you to think of throughout this year, a relationship that happened and then it just flatlined. Not necessarily end, but it forever took a shift. Think about that relationship and be grateful for every ounce of it. <clears throat> you know, right now, it's Thanksgiving. It's a day where, you know, for the third year counting, I'm going to my favorite restaurant to eat a Thanksgiving dinner with someone that I really care for. It's a day that, it's a day before going back and doing a wonderful, and I mean a very, very wonderful uh, uh, special project tomorrow. So obviously I can't get too, uh, too tipsy tonight because I have a six hour workshop coming up tomorrow. But I am truly, truly grateful that I'm going to be able to, again, go into this project, do it, do, you, you know, uh, tomorrow and then today with the wonderful Thanksgiving and, you know, going out and just enjoying that meal at that same place I had the meal last year, but I had it with someone that I really didn't want to have it with. You understand what I'm saying? <sighs> and with that being said, let's get into the most purposeful relationship of my life. Guys, you probably have heard it, but over the last, I guess, six months, I was going through a massive transformation, and with that individual, we teamed up together, Mira Butler and I, and in March, when everything shut down, we had become closer. There was a lot of angst and anxiety that was happening with me, and I'm so grateful that she was the one that, you know, from obviously, you know, bringing her onto my a podcast, my English language podcast a year before, her and I, we ended up like just, you know, getting in each other's paths throughout the universe. And then she helped me. Transformation program, life coaching program, healing sessions. And I remember towards the end of July, shifts began. Now we had a lot of ups and downs. There are a lot of things throughout this relationship. And I'm so grateful for it because it tested me, it battle tested me, it made me realize that I need to start having difficult conversations with people I care for. I had to go back in the past and clean up everything that my mother had done to me, that my father had done to me, that Thai women had said about me. And those three things were controlling my life. They were in the steering wheel. Or I'm sorry, not in the steering wheel. They were behind the steering wheel of everything that was happening in my life. And she helped me. And towards the end of July, it took a shift because I remember she went through a shocker healing five days. And after she went through that shocker healing, a sense of egoism. This is a, one of the Napoleon Hills, right? One of the laws that Napoleon Hill talked about, the seven deadly horsemen, egoism. I saw that it had skyrocketed. You know, she would say things 
that really would be like, wait, what? Oh, hold on. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, I don't know how I could go back and say, hey, man, don't say that to me. What the hell's wrong with you? You know, I've never actually said that to someone before. But she said things like that. And honestly, it just felt like I was no longer in the front seat. I was in the back seat. She ended up working for Jay Shetty. Before she started working for Jay Shetty, you know, she was doing a lot of things. It took a long time. But once she got on and she started doing coaching, her egoism started jumping up even more. And then it felt like I was in the backseat or not even the backseat. I went into the trunk. So there could be like 10 things that she has to do throughout the day. I don't know. Let's just say she is so unbelievably busy. But I would always be put off. Like I would schedule in. And then I, she would disappear. And then she would come back two days later and blame me. She would schedule in. Okay, hey, we have this healing session. Okay, we have this. Okay, we have this. I'm looking forward to it. And she would just switch it constantly over and over and over. I'm one of those people who would cancel. And I did, uh, you know, I ended up talking about that with, um, you know, what, um, oh, my God, uh, about Mark, right? Because I had canceled on him a number of occasions. And guess what? Since then, I haven't spoken to him. I knew that that was the end of a relationship. And I'm, I'm frankly, I am perfectly fine with that. But with her, I still remember that she's like, oh, yeah, the last month, I remember I sent her, and she, it went from her responding on the day of, then she would respond every two days, four days. A lot of people are like, dude, she's busy. She's a mother. She's a friend. What the hell are you talking about? That's fine. That's fine. If she, if she messages me and I don't respond in an hour, she goes crazy. I message her. I'm like, dude, give me your schedule. And this is the last message because I remember she said she was going on a date. And I said, wow, you know, let me know. Da, 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 da. Didn't hear from her for three days. Came to her on Sunday. Hey, I'm home. Okay. Da, da, da. She's like, oh, well, you know, I thought you were, you know, you were, uh, you know, you had canceled because you didn't confirm anything. And I put on, uh, you know, I have a lot of other coaches, so I'm not going to be able to do it now. And she had done this on a number of occasions the prior three weeks. And I'm like, damn, it just feels like you're kind of putting me in the, in the basement. And you're putting all those other Jay Shetty, no offense, but you're putting all those, let's say, high profile, high ticket, whatever you want to call it, people first. Now, remember, this is a place that I was going to go to next April so that I can do the whole transformation coaching program. I was going to go to South Africa. and. It's funny because anytime I would make a schedule in my life over the last 15 years, almost never it works when there is another female on the other side. And so I think it was like, I told her on Sunday, I was like, okay, here's my schedule, this, 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 this. Two days went by, nothing. I'm like, you know what? It seems like, it seems like you're very preoccupied. You go do your thing. Come back to me in November or December. That's it. I mean, it seems like, you know, you just keep putting me on hold, 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 hold. Hey, go do your thing. Goodbye. The last message I had sent to her was, uh, no, she sent me four messages. And it's funny because she liked one of my photos. And I'm like, what the hell are you liking my shit for? And then she sent me four messages, but I quickly deleted the messages. I was like, nope, fuck you. Fuck off. And I think right when I deleted those messages, I was like, okay, Arsenia, well, this is, you know, we had a number of fallouts before. 
there was another time we were supposed to do a meditation program, all this other stuff. And, you know, she ended up becoming very, very, and I was like, oh, hell no, I really don't like her anymore. And I kind of just backed up off her. And then that actually ended up taking a huge shift too, but it actually made it stronger. But then, okay, build up, build up, build up. And then boom, just like that, gone. At the same time, another individual who I had mentioned before on this podcast by the name of Deepa, she's gone too. Does this have any correlation? I doubt it. But it's weird because someone who's at like a 699 consciousness, someone else who's at like a potential 400, gone and gone. These are people who just two months prior, I would rave and say, thank you so much on my podcast. And both of them are now gone. Deep to she isn't necessarily gone, but I would send messages, 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 just like I was sending to Mira. And all she would say is, happy Monday. And I'm like, dude, I sent you a seven minute message. Is that all you got? Okay. Hey, seems like you're preoccupied. You go do your thing too. I don't have time for bullshit and for games. It's not difficult to be someone's friend. That's what I'm trying to tell you guys. So when a purpose is fulfilled, everything ends up taking a shift. If you guys say, Arsenio, well, what was the purpose? Well, obviously it was the purpose. Mira had come into my life for me to overcome my past. For me to go through that personal transformation and to dig deep and to really go really deep inside to figure myself out. To gain the courage to stop working for motherfuckers and to finally work for myself and bet on myself. The life coaching was for me to overcome abandonment and finally just let my sisters go completely. Now, no more attachment to the family. Fantastic. I feel fucking amazing. The healing sessions were for me to overcome the racial discrimination, you know, that, that has been like thrown at me and lunged at me through, you know, Thai women. And now those thoughts, they don't bother me anymore. When I see it in a racial couple, obviously another white uh, guy with a Thai woman, there's nothing anymore. Nothing bothers me anymore. And I think the universe and the purpose right then and there met. Because when the ego started coming in August and everything just started going away like in September, I was like, ah, a purpose was fulfilled. Because the relationship didn't end. We're kind of just prolonging the inevitable, but it forever has taken a shift. Remember I told you guys, hey, I would send voice messages. She's like, oh, well, I don't really listen. Oh, I don't really do this. I'm like, excuse you know what? Okay, I'm not even going to message you anymore. I'm not going to voice message you anymore. How about that? And guess what? That continued to pour on me over and over and over. And now that's the end. So if you guys say, ah, Arsenio, now you were talking about making a schedule and going out there to South Africa, would you still do that? Absolutely not. If you were to say now, Arsenio, Saying everything was good, would you still want to go to South Africa? Well, to be honest with you, that would be about 7,000 US dollars worth of trip. Like I would have to pay 5,000 for the transformation program. But again, in the transformation program, do I want to become a transformation coach? I think to a certain perspective, I can help people, especially within lessons, uh, like lessons on my podcast or, you know, online or different corporations. When I start working at corporations, fantastic. But 
is it something that I want to do? Like, okay, Jay Shetty's 5,000 online. And guess who's going to be one of the supervisors there? You see what I mean? So I'm like, you know what? Let, maybe this is a good time for me to just reevaluate everything because I'm like, Arsenio, I just don't know. I don't know if you really do want to go to South Africa. Well, absolutely. I would have loved to go to South Africa. I think going, to, I think going anywhere is way out of the question until next June anyways. But going to South Africa has always been a dream. But now someone who always put me on the back burner, this person's gone. So I'm going to go there into a country that is dangerous, although some people say, no, no, it's not. Listen, go into a country, okay, where I have no friends. Is that possible? Absolutely not. To do what? A transformation program? Okay, for what? Is that something that you're going directly into? Because guess what? A lot of things are working on your end right now in terms of your online, uh, you know, your online teaching. So there's a lot of reevaluation. But at the same time, what a year. I'm giving thanks and grace, regardless of anything that happens in the future, which is doubtful. But wow, what a goddamn year. It's crazy because these purposeful relationships, they last for a very short. You guys might not know any of the other purposeful relationships. Let me hurry up and tell you. Satomi Nakagawa. Fell in love with that girl. Met her back on a line, MySpace, 2006. We met 2008. She came to Vegas, fell into deep love. She ended up cheating on me with some other guy from Guam for whatever reason that was. But I still went to go visit her in Australia in 2009. Did I go to visit her or to visit Australia? It was Australia. Because to be honest with you, everything that was happening there and around me in Australia all those good times is my experience in Australia, but not exactly with her. So, but she was the one, she was the driving force that said Arsenio, or let's say the universe, I'm putting me into your life to make you realize that there's life outside America. I'm not going to say shitty America because at the time America wasn't that bad. Now America is just fuck all horribly bad. Okay. So, that's number one. Number two, Linda Booker. You guys don't know about Linda Booker. I met her back in 2012, October, at the gym. Right after that, dental hygienist and a practice manager of mine. We went to the bar. We drank. We had uh, chicken wings and all that. What the work drunk? That was amazing. Well, buzz. Let's say buzz. I had to be very careful. I had to put a mask on and make sure that nothing was going on. That was. Those were great times. But I met a lady at the gym that I used to work probably about five years prior. I walked into that place. I remember walking up to the reception. I'm like, hey, how you doing? I said, to be honest with you, I used to work here four years ago. Now I'm a dental assistant and all that stuff and I'm getting ready to move away and whatnot. But I used to work here. It, it, it feels good to be back and the place was super fucking run down this time. Obviously it's community college. But going back to a place where I used to work to finally close that door mentally, that was the best thing ever because I had to recreate a new memory. So I went into the gym and then there was this lady right before we left. She was like, you look very tight. I said, I am tight. She's like, come over here. She said, drink this. It was the H2O, the HGO drink of Herbalife. It took me six months to gain enough courage to finally go into Linda Booker's shop in 2013. 
but that was the beginning of my Herbalife. So it sucks so much right now because I'm like, damn, Herbalife, man. I haven't bought anything in fucking two years already. I know. I feel, oh my God, I am just depressed beyond belief. Um, but she was the one that introduced it to me. I was the one that was doing it and bought a lot of different things in 2015 and 2016. I'm so grateful for all of that. But do I still speak to her? No. Do I still speak to Satomi Nakagawa? No. Do I still speak to any of the other purposeful relationships that I've done out there? No. But I am absolutely grateful because each of those purposeful relationships were rites of passage. Mira needed to come into my life for me to scrape everything up, blow everything up in my subconscious and replace it with new thoughts in order for me to take the next big step in my life. She was no longer going to be the beacon of light. She was no longer going to be the person that guided me. That's not what the story was. That's not what the story was. The universe didn't say Mira was going to be there forever and you guys are going to have the most amazing, wonderful friendship. No. She was put into your life specifically at the dawn of COVID at such a perfect time. If she wasn't put into your life, you probably wouldn't be, you wouldn't have quit that job of country. You would have been a slave of the trade and you would have continued doing everything those bitch ass women were telling you to do. I am wholeheartedly and unbelievably grateful for not only just Mira Butler, for all the relationships I've had in my life. And that's what I want you to do. Look back on all the rites of passages, those critical moments throughout your life where someone came into your life to show you something completely different, a different lifestyle, a different dream, a different goal, maybe even going back in the past and clearing things up, whatever it may be, go back and on this day, be grateful for it. Me getting ready to go uh, get a turkey dinner, you know, I, I mean, even fast forward into what's happening today, you know, Anytime November or December rolls around, I always think of Anna. Anna is the Vietnamese girl from two years ago. And there were a lot of beautiful, positive memories. Although there were very dark memories with her, of her like leaving me like three times, a bunch of bullshit. Uh, but, you know, I went to Dalat, Vietnam, and I reinvigorated and like resuscitated my love for Vietnam. You know, in November, we did have that beautiful Thanksgiving dinner you know, just two years ago at Dina DeLuca, the, the location now that is completely closed. But every time I think of November and December, I think of beauty. I think of tranquility. I think of happiness. I think of joy. I think of love. I think of connectivity. This is one of those moments where I look back on the past and although Anna and I, we had a very turbulent time, she's always in my, we no longer speak obviously, but these, the memories I had of her back during the holiday season were some of the best I've ever had in my life because I felt love and care and joy. And now it has come back. And now I'm rewriting this script with another individual who is a beautiful soul. You know, when I got sick and I fell sick and everything, she was the one that came over, slept over and kept saying, hey, you feel good? If you don't feel good, get your ass to the hospital. Let's go. And she was that guiding light for me that kept saying, hey, I got you. Everything's going to be good. Everything's going to be good. Everything's going to be good. You know, so it being November, tomorrow officially kicking off all those beautiful Christmas songs. 
and going through that will of life throughout the whole year, which I did a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. Now I can begin to focus on what is right. For this moment right here, I just want to focus on romantic relationships and everything. We're going to talk about the will of life, obviously, tomorrow and everything. I mean, not tomorrow, but you guys probably had already heard of the will of life. Well, just yesterday, whatever. Well, I don't know. I got all confused. But nonetheless, this is a day of joyce whatever happened this year learn and look at all the courageousness that you developed throughout the year that's what i'm encouraging you to do right now and i'm grateful i'm grateful mira had come into my life she came into my life last year and then we were quiet for about six years until she ended up messaging me and then we had two we had a two-hour conversation one night having an amazing time. She ended up getting a wonderful job and now she makes probably a, a plethora of money. But at the same time, she forgot about those who she actually helped, but those who she, actually, she had a very, very close bond with. And unfortunately, if you do that, ego gets to you, you forget about the true relationships and then that's the end. But at the same time, me looking at it, I'm like, well, she came into my life for a reason. Arsenio, you could do this now. Like, do I need to keep reading my consciousness scale? No, I don't. But how do I feel? How am I building up on everything and all the momentum I've gotten since the beginning of April? How do I feel? Fuck, I feel fucking amazing. Seven months after, all these online students, how could that have happened? if I didn't go through all the transformation life coach and all the healing sessions. Yes, I would love to do chakra healing. Yes, I would love to go back and talk to, you know, deep and everything and whatnot. But to be honest with you, I think there have been changes out there in the universe and I'm not going to push what has already ended. And some of you have a tendency of doing that and I urge you to stop it. That being said, guys, man, I hope you guys have a beautifully, wonderful Thanksgiving holiday, man. I'm going to start sipping on that cognac. That's right, baby. I am black and therefore I'm a hen dog. Hen dog meeting Hennessy. That's right, people. This is that moment where at 4 p.m., that's when I drink my first glass. That's when I start turning up the Christmas. That's when I start getting into the, the feel good. I put on my beautiful, my suit jacket, and I dress up, and I go all the way to one of these places where there might not be any fucking people there, but I'm going to meet my friend with it. Oh, my God, it's going to be a beautiful moment. And then that very next morning, I'm going off to one of the biggest, and I mean the biggest workshops ever. I am beautifully grateful for everything. And so, guys, I'm just telling you right now, don't look at everything as a disadvantage. Every time there's an ending, there's a new beginning. And that's what you need to accept. So guys, have a blessed time out there. Stay tuned, man. We have a hell of a lot that we're going to be getting into. I'm your host as always. Over and out.